Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles sit around arguing about movies. In episode 8, we're discussing our immediate impressions of the 2012 remake of Total Recall. Everyone represented in this episode is a devoted fan of Paul Verhoeven's original sci-fi freakout, the 1990 Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, Total Recall. Reappearing in episode 8 are myself and Patrick Porter, as well as Mike Jensen, who first visited You Hate Movies in order to alienate himself by arguing that Marvel's The Avengers is a bad movie. Our resident British friend Matt Hughes is also returning from December's Christmas episode. All right, well, given that it's almost 1 a.m. where we are, I uh, figured that we might as well get right down to it. We're doing kind of a hybrid thing this evening. So once in the past, we did an episode that was called First Impressions, and we had our friend Bethany watch uh, the 2014 version of Godzilla and give her immediate impressions, which we thought would be funny, and it turned out it was funny. So the idea was to watch um, the remake, uh, Lynn Wiseman's remake of Total Recall, and give our immediate impressions because we're all fans of the original Total Recall. But um, that's not all we're doing. I thought it almost would it would also be interesting to talk about the ambiguity of Total Recall and our translations of exactly what's going on. So it stands, uh, or it should go without saying that this is going to be wrought with spoilers. If you haven't seen either Total Recall, you're about to ruin it for yourself. If you have, then please continue with us. So today... We have myself, I'm Josh, uh, I'm almost always here, and we have returning from our um, one of our most downloaded episodes, actually, if not oh, our yeah. most downloaded episode, uh, oh, Mike Jensen, yeah. Hello. who thought that Avengers sucked. False. Still. Yeah, <laughs> and he was not, he was not popular, he didn't win any friends with his argument. I don't he need any movies. We also have Patrick, who's been with us a couple times. Yes, Hello. And uh, and then we have returning for the second time also Matt Hughes. Hello, who's our resident British friend, and he was in our Christmas episode, the one that was like three hours long. <laughs> and he, somebody came up to him recently and wanted to know about uh, um, what was it? Father Christmas. Yeah, a Christmas movie <laughs> that he mentioned in that episode. So yeah, you. It's nice to know that spreading the good word. Yeah, yeah doing the Lord's work. That your work was not in vain. <laughs> <laughs> so we all just watched. Total Recall. Yes, we did. The mm-hmm. remake for the very first time. Like, it just ended, and we walked yeah. in here to sit down. Mike had seen it before. Right. Because Mike, I think, uh, is is the greatest fan of the original Total Recall. So here, let's do this real quick. Let's go around the table and, and describe what our experience with the original Total Recall was, beginning with Mike. Sure. Uh, in a nutshell. Nutshell is I saw it in the theater. Uh, I didn't hear anything about it. Um, Wait, the original in 1990? Man, you were like four years old. Uh, (laughs) Let's let's roll back. Yes, I actually did see it in the theater. My parents were very (laughs) open-minded. Oh, my God. How old were you, actually? You must have been like, what, 10? What year? It was 1990? Yeah, I was 9, 10. Okay. Oh, you old. I didn't realize. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That doesn't hurt. I forgot you old. (laughs) So my parents were, uh, yeah, free. Yeah, free spirits. They took me to this movie, and uh, my mind was open to that. (laughs) And then I remember specifically going across the street to the Pizza Hut, and we had, like, a late lunch, and we talked about the movie. You and your parents. Me and my parents. Okay. 
So yeah. But and you lo- did you love it immediately? Yes, but probably for all kinds of reasons. I didn't, you know, it was something that I'd sensory never, overload. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I remember it was a life changing moment for me. But you've loved it all, most of your life. Then more of your life you've spent loving Total Recall than you haven't. Because as long as I've known you, you've always just indiscriminately quoted Total Recall for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it sent a wave throughout my life after that moment, so it's always been with me. I have a specific memory of us like being on tour. Uh, Micah and I and Patrick uh, pl- traveled in a band together, and we were sleeping on someone's floor, and people were just calling out random things into the dark to like keep each other up and, and laugh. And Mike would keep going, recall, recall, recall. <laughs> and I was like, what is Unprovoked. he going on about? Because it, it was the most like, <laughs> what a weird reference. <laughs> this is that guy on the construction site. Recall, recall, recall. Yeah, I just see the way his head sways and he moves his hand at the same time. Yeah. I was like, recall, recall, recall. Yeah, I heard of that. <laughs> I don't even know if it, that's what he says. I can't remember. So that always stood out to me. This guy's a fan of, of Total. You know, everyone has a, a few things. That's one of your things. It's my favorite Arnold movie. Yeah, so that's big. That, that's two. You that's like it more than T2? Yeah, I guess I do. Dang. Okay, that's a different episode, yeah. I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Patrick, what was your experience with Total Recall? My experience, uh, my parents didn't let me watch rated R movies when I was nine or ten years old. <laughs> um, Good for them. <laughs> no judgment either way. Uh, but Josh and my dad did let us watch Arnold movies. He would either press the mute button or fast forward, or he would let us watch them on TBS. You know, since right. So I saw it like that. I think on TBS the first time. And it was one of those, you know, you had Fangoria magazines with the Mars face explosions mm-hmm. on it and stuff. So it was kind of scary, but I liked it because of that. And it had all the uh, cool, I loved anything with Arnold in it. Yeah. So that's why I liked it so much. It's because it was cool, but I liked it because it was Arnold. It could have been anything at that point for me. But then, you know, as time goes, I appreciate it more for the other reasons. Yeah. All right, what about yeah. you? I think <clears throat> when I was about... 11 or 12 i watched uh i watched t2 on vhs at my friend's kelvin's house in his like little combo vhs tv in his bedroom oh, you're in that, england at this point. i was in so, england at that so you're point yeah. crumpets and watching t2 yeah saluting the queen yeah that's right yeah so I, w- I watched that and that was the first ever arnie movie i saw and so i then became aware of others like true lies and i have a vague memory of watching uh, Total Recall, but it, all, it was almost like when we watched it, the the original, when we watched it a couple of nights ago, it was almost like watching it for the first time again because it had sure, been, so been so long. long yeah. And I, I remembered, you know, like key scenes, like ridiculous face explosions and, you know, just... All the, the good stuff. I mean, all the all the best parts. Um, but it, yeah, it was just a, a wonderful reawakening of my love for Total, <laughs> Total Recall. Recall. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously my experience was a lot like, uh, or if not the exact same as Patrick's. I remember seeing it on uh, television, which is obviously so heavily edited that you're not <laughs> at that point you're you're not getting the same movie because because sure. Total Recall is such a hard R. Um, but I do remember we were so into Arnold movies that you'd almost keep them in this collection in your head, like oh today is a day where you watch Commando, or now it's a day to watch T two or Predator or whatever, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
it wasn't until I was older and I, I think I saw a, a DVD copy of it on a, on a sale rack somewhere and bought it just to complete the Arnold collection and revisited it that I was like, man, Total Recall is like such a, an original and bizarre movie unto itself yeah. that it's like, it's an Arnold movie, but it's almost like Predator in that if you lifted Arnold out and put someone else in there, you would still have this strong, really weird yeah, movie. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's just that much better because Arnold is in it. Um, so this is the way I'm going to start our conversation, which is uh, based on, let's do the ambiguity thing second and okay. talk about why the thing we just watched was so god-awful. Um, <laughs> so and so I, you know, bad. I, it's it's a podcast. It's it's meant to be funny and pick on movies. So if for some reason, Mister Wiseman, you you hear this podcast where we're insulting your movie, I think you, you know, you do a great job. You're obviously a better director than than I am. I didn't make a movie. It's right. easy for me to pick on your movie. So no offense. And we love Underworld. We huge, really do. huge fans. Of yes. Underworld. Thank you so much for all of those. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the the first basic premise of of remake rules right um one you can get away with a remake if there's existing source material that that it stands to reason might be readapted in a new way so this is obviously based on a short story yes uh we can remember it for you wholesale so based on that premise oh we're just making a new adaptation of this story that's fine that's permissible yes but basic remake movie rules at least in my personal opinion is you either take something conceptually and you translate it in a new way because like the the bones of it is something interesting that mm-hmm. could be readapted and re you know rethought or you take the spirit of a movie and you apply that it's like one or sure. one of the two things can you give us uh good examples of both yeah sure so the thanks the reason the reason that horror movies people always pick on horror movies for getting remade all the time but the, i think the one of the reasons they get remade is because those two premises apply so easily to horror movies. If you take something like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, sure. um, that idea, you could do a million different ways yeah. and it would be interesting. Um, yeah. yeah. And the reason that I think the, the first remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre wasn't as bad as it could have been is because they just took the, the con- concept of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and did something completely different with it. And there were homages and things that hit on the same notes, but it's like not at all the same movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or the Evil Dead remake that was, uh, I thought was really fantastic. They just took the concept and did it a completely different way. Different characters, different story, different outcomes, but it's this, it's the same conceptually. The spirit doesn't translate over in the like, you know what I mean? Because if you took right. the spirit of the original Evil Dead, it would be really hokey and kind of funny, not on purpose. Sure. Right. Or you take uh, something that um, and update it for a new audience, and you just try to translate the vibe, if that makes sense. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of a of an, what are some of the remakes that we've had recently? We've obviously been trapped in a remake loop of everything. Robocop. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is, uh, you know, Abby and I sat down and watched it the other day. (laughs) Okay. Because, you know, if you're a kid, a child of the 80s or 90s, the Ninja Turtles are part of your life to some extent. Mm -hmm. And I was curious. And a a little while into the movie, Abby is like, is this a movie for children? And she met this as an insult. She was like, are you kidding me? Is this for eight-year-olds? And I was like, 
Yes. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's yeah. absolutely. And, and the parents of eight-year-olds, because we, our generation grew up as eight-year-olds watching the cartoon and stuff. Right. So you take Ninja Turtles, and it's, it. I guess, you know, obviously con- the con- concept is so specific that they're using the concepts as well, but it's also not. It's also like the original Ninja Turtle movie, I think was 1990 or something like that. It still felt very much like an 80s flick. Yeah. And a lot of the... Um, the same beats just wouldn't translate, especially for kids now. Mm-hmm. So they took the spirit of that and updated it to 2014. Yes. And mm-hmm. it's like, now there's dubstep and, you know, references sure. to lost cool. and right. things like that. Yeah. Uh, I but gotta it, watch this. That's yeah, the same. Yeah, that's the spirit dubstep. of Ninja Turtles. Is that it's <laughs> like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. just like, uh, they're teenagers. And so they like, exactly. They're culturally yeah. aware. And obviously, and now to us, we watch and we're like, God, oh, this is awful. Yeah. But, Kids probably dug it, I'm, I'm sure, if they're into know. Ninja Turtle. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to ask one. We'll have one on the <laughs> show. <laughs> we'll find a kid. <laughs> Come here, kid. Yeah. So, what do you think? On those two notes, here's Come why... Come here, watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go about it like that, I'm sure. It's okay anymore. There are, there are better ways. To- Total Recall bombs out on both accounts because um, it it's almost like it's... It doesn't translate the spirit of the movie at all because Paul Paul Verhoeven's Total Recall movie is, and if you've seen other Paul Verhoeven movies like RoboCop or Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. he has this like outrageously over the top style of filmmaking that's like uh, tongue in cheek kind of. Yeah. Uh, so there's an element of seriousness in movies like RoboCop or the original Total Recall, um, but it's so outlandishly over the top that you can tell it's not meant to be super serious. You know, right. people like will pick on some of the stuff that's in total recall or point at Arnold and be like, man, Arnold's funny. But I think that a lot of that's like on purpose. There's an element of black comedy and you know what I mean? It's like, obviously when someone gets shot, they don't explode in blood. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, they went through great lengths to make it that yes. way. Um, same thing with, with Robocop or starship troopers. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, all great movies. Yeah, yeah, fantastic movies. And I think that that's kind of his gift or his niche in filmmaking is to do this uh, really ridiculous, <laughs> gory, yeah, funny, um, but still have something to say and still be entertaining and not it's great. ride this line between um, serious and action and horror and black yeah. comedy and all those things. Uh, we don't really have movies that do that anymore, so I don't know if they could have done that with Total Recall. Right, at least right now in made in mainstream filmmaking, we don't really do that. That's a different com- conversation, but we tend to gravitate more towards things that are serious and gritty. Everything's yes. got to be grounded and yeah, yeah. to some extent, yeah. our suspension of disbelief is a lot thinner. Yeah. Um. So they didn't translate the spirit of the original Total Recall, even a little bit. Right. Not even slightly. Um, so that leaves us with the concept. Now, the concept is is not just... They haven't taken the concept and then retranslated it. They've done the exact same movie, at least to the extent that they're hitting all the same beats. Right. So if you're hitting all the same beats and not doing it in even remotely the same spirit, you just, you've just taken the same movie and neutered it. You're just watching an unfun version of Total right. Recall. Right. Can I speak on this? Please. Okay. <laughs> this is what I think happened, in all honesty. I think that uh, the the beats are the only thing that exists because this movie was actually called The Fall, okay, based on the big element in the movie, which is yeah. this elevator that 
that goes from one side of the earth to the other. Yeah. And then someone was like, uh, are you theorizing or did you I'm really theorizing read okay. this? Because this is the only oh, okay. thing. Okay. I sense. thought you like read about yeah, it. I was like, right. Oh man, this, this is, is insight. <laughs> this is the only thing that makes sense to me. Okay. Is that it was, it was called the fall. Someone uh, turned it in and they were like, you know what? This is okay, but I really want to make a recall, uh, remake. And, they're like, let's slap some elements of Total Recall in it and then just call it Total Recall and it's not Total Recall at all. And right. so we'll trick some people to go see this movie <laughs> really called The Fall. Because I think uh, the concept of the elevator and all these things on its own, it really could have been its own yeah. cool sci-fi sure. uh-huh. adventure movie. Yeah. but And what you're saying is not that far-fetched. That actually happens Sure, that's why I imagine it right. in the so case. That's you know? how we got trolled too. <laughs> So, <laughs> which is another podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I can forgive it um, if I pretend that it wasn't even called Total But Recall. they don't. It's like the same. It's the Prometheus problem in that they're trying to, if, if that were the case, <laughs> it's one of the billions of Prometheus problems in that it's like, oh, we're, we're not that, but we are that. So yeah. we have one foot in both elements and it won't free you up to enjoy either possibility. Right. Oh, I agree. It messed if, it up. Yeah. If it was the fall, then maybe we can enjoy it for being the fall. If it was Total Recall, then we can enjoy it for being Total we, Recall. You could tell there was tension. Whoever felt that it needs to have more Total Recall kept adding these elements in, right. just like the beats, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, this, yeah. this element goes here, this element goes there. Yeah. We'll say this, and this will remind you we of that. We need to have, like, an, an unseen rebel leader. Yeah, it yeah. was yeah. totally unnecessary. Yeah, and here's the thing, like, when you watch the real the real Total Recall. Yeah, right. I agree. I think that's fair, no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's cool because there's like this huge, you know, total real world <laughs> and Mars, you know, and yeah. Mars and all this stuff. And then the total recall story of him, the secret agent unfolds and it tells the story of the world, you know, so uh-huh. it paints the big picture and you get yeah. with one exception that we can talk about later that I didn't like about the real one. But the new one, as the world it expands with the storyline, it doesn't work. You're like, yeah. oh, there's so much we're not getting with this. It's like what Mike said, if you just had the, the two characters being the secret agents trying to stop the Terminators, it would have been a better movie. <laughs> the Yamaha the I, motorcycle the I robots. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and they look cool. And there yeah. were like some cool scenes, but it just was like, man, this is just... I just didn't care. It, anytime it got cool, it just stopped with yeah. lens See, that's, that's the other thing. You don't care. Yeah. Because in the original, one, Douglas Quaid is uh, Arnold. You right. Know, so that's sure. already I care more. So that's kind of, he's got sure. that going for him. Yeah. But... Also, the way Arnold plays it, and I know people are going to, you know, think that I'm being ridiculous here, but the way Arnold plays that character is is like he knows the type of movie he's in, that it's kind of like ridiculous, but it's also pretty clever. Right. And he plays it in kind of a comedic way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. He, yeah. He that's knows that's that Arnold's bag. Yeah, he does. He, it, uh-huh. I think that he knew what he was doing, and he played mm-hmm. it that way for a reason. Uh, and because... You, if the protagonist is a guy that doesn't know who he is, we don't know who he is, and we, right. we can't get too involved with him other than to keep up with the mystery and like think it's kind of fun. And the intelligence in the movie comes from these other aspects, not connecting with this main character because yes. there's no we we don't have a bridge that's stable to get into his head. Right. So the way that um, he's played in this new one, he's like 
playing it way more serious mm. you know yeah. like yeah oh, i don't know well, what's yeah, going he's on like, like, he's he, kind of whiny like yeah, i don't like, know who seems i am like he's i'm like oh suck it up go like kill and some we robots. never get over it we <laughs> yeah. never get over it right and it always comes back to that like even when he like stands and talks to bill nye bill nye's like oh you're not just here to help like you just want to know who you are and he's like yeah please tell me i know so it's like i don't i don't care about him and yeah because i can't i don't have who are you i don't have right. a connection to either version of you yep you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. I was reading more about the original, the real one. Uh-huh. And when the director came on, it wasn't violent. It wasn't as violent, he okay. says. But then when they got Arnold involved, they rewrote it for him because of like right. what his strengths are an action sure. hero that can like uh-huh. play Killing the parts. Yeah. 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 And then they Beating said, people. the director, I know how to do a very violent movie. So yeah. that's how we got this magic. More, <laughs> it was perfect. More blood squibs. Yeah. Blood squibs <laughs> and everything. Just punching Sharon Stone. In the jaw, <laughs> knocking yeah. her out. That's the that's the <laughs> hilarity of it is because it's like there's this desensitization, desensitization to the violence on purpose. I think that like mm-hmm. the reason Paul Verhoeven plays the violence in his movies like that is like in the opening seconds of Starship Troopers, there's like disembowelments and yeah. heads flying everywhere or RoboCop. You know, there's that scene where the Rodney guns down the guy in the business meeting. Yeah, and it's just like so ridiculous it just it wouldn't look like that if a person right. were shot to death no. so he plays it in a way that's like ridiculous um and i think in, in a sense he's kind of making a statement well, in the real total recall the opening scene is arnie's face just blowing up yeah like in the dream and then in the <laughs> new one it's just exposure. colin farrell like getting electrocuted with like a little with a christmas lights yeah like, like a christmas lasso of christmas lights yeah. yeah but when he used it later in the movie it was kind of cool yeah later it was pretty kind bad. of so the movie becomes basically it's just ripping off um the set design of blade runner but yep. with the tackiness of tron right and then becomes a poor man's minority report that hits yeah, all the yeah. same notes as total recall yeah yeah that's a fair it's a, so it doesn't it's have anything it doesn't have anything new to bring to the t- i mean a remake is a remake but a remake should bring something new to the table or it doesn't have an excuse to but think exist. How, if they would have done it would have taken them less to make it into a cool movie of its own than it did for right. them to make it a bad version of total recall well of course but they're trying that to make a shame money off of it since, yeah since we've only said great things about the original which it is a great movie. Let me ask you this, because this is one thing, rewatching it, I was like, this never sat well with me. Yeah. Okay. Mike, as a super fan, uh, the whole ending of the movie, the big climax is that aliens have built this generator thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. To melt a glacier. To melt a glacier. Why didn't they just activate it then? And why did they make it where there's like all the elevators to get there and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing to me. It's well, like, why is this? Like, they didn't it, put the elevators it, there? I'm sure. Well, no, I'm just I, the people my, put it there. As my, what? Talking your mic. Sorry. It seems like just like a oh, we need this big thing for them to go to. I guess aliens will make it. Maybe they hadn't they hadn't decided if it would even work yet. Remember, there was speculation about whether or not it would blow up the planet because of all the terribdium. Yeah, I know. I said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> I I always just thought that like it was like a gift to a future race that would be there Ooh. like I didn't maybe they the weren't alien. as in need of it they yeah could i just think the aliens project. just yeah that's always what i felt and i never questioned it just because i thought it was a gift for think others. of it yeah think of it like if we were to build a machine that would stop the sun from becoming a red giant we don't need it right now but in theory a future civilization will would need it so that the sun so doesn't that, burn up our 
galaxy or or maybe that's the best uh doug could dream up since it wasn't real <laughs> yeah exactly but before we oh, get there, there let me go. comment on this but thing about the real. remake because this was <laughs> still loved it though it's great that it, <laughs> it's so good that annoyed me oh yeah terribly let's talk more about that um so a lot of the key scenes in total recall the total real call <laughs> <laughs> there you go. a lot of the key scenes were in this movie uh if not all of them yep and a lot of them would do this annoying thing where they would acknowledge our expectations having seen the original Total Recall. Yes. In a cheap like way like we get it you it's um you're aware of this other movie. It's it's fun to do that in a remake once or twice or you know make reference or something. But it seemed like they would trick you and then undo the whole cleverness of their trick by making the same thing happen anyway. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I agree. So yeah. they go to the, um, you know, the border patrol or whatever. Yeah. In the original Total Recall, Arnold's disguised as this large, redheaded woman. Yeah. In know? a yellow jacket and an elaborate sci-fi mask. Yeah. That's like a robot <laughs> face. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, it's a great scene. So <laughs> we, having seen that, we know that that scene when we see the border patrol thing, we know, oh, that's where we are. And there's mm-hmm. this this larger woman with red hair who comes through, and she even says the line, "How long yeah. you be here? Two weeks." And then they're like, "Oh, psych, that's not really her. That's just that a reference great. to the other movie." And you're like, "Oh, okay, that's kind yeah. of fun. That's clever." But yeah. then the same Bait exact thing happens anyway. Right. It's just that he has yeah. a different disguise, and he's right behind and, that and woman. Malfunctions. If you're gonna do that, then interpret the scene in a different way. Give us something. You know what I'm saying? The same exact thing with the when they come to, you know, have the intervention with Quaid and tell him he's still at recall and he doesn't know who to in yeah. the original it's the sweat drop that he sees mm-hmm. that makes him, you know, yeah, decide which way he's going. In this version he sees a tear from yeah. Jessica Beale and yeah. it's like that's that's just moving a dr- a running drop of liquid from one person yeah. to the right. next. That's not reinterpreting the no. movie. You know what I'm and saying? And also in the in the scene with the the two week scene, no one got sucked into space in the new one, and that was disappointing because that's great yeah. when people get sucked out into space. Yeah, well, they're not in space. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, y'all aren't even gonna go to space. See, because when it, it when it began, it seemed yeah. like they were gonna take enough liberties to give us something new to watch. Yes, it's like okay, I can get with it not having to revolve around Mars if you're gonna right. do something new and original. Oh, he but does th- it right when he says, "I'd like to go to Mars," and then they that's just true. drop it. Yeah. yeah, that was that works. Yeah. That's a f- and, yeah. and then they did something different. So right. that's what that I'm was talking great. about. Yeah. yeah, they did that well. I thought maybe because then at the end they were in. This is a just a small bone that I have to pick with the new one in a New York subway car in London with London Underground signage, which doesn't doesn't make any sense. Um, bad set design. But uh, anyway, they they're wearing gas ma- masks and like the the airlock is activated in the subway car, and I'm like, oh, maybe there's uh, gonna be an air thing, or they just decided, oh, there was air in the first one, and now there needs to be bad air in the second one because of all that stuff they said in the beginning. And I was kind of bummed out that there wasn't some kind of massive glacier under the earth all along. Yeah, exactly, because it's given you the, all the same beats, but then not relying on the same basis for hitting those beats, right? And the and the the things that they have updated are weaker ideas. Right. Right. And they I, kept journeying to the center of the earth and yeah. it didn't Wait, really go the we, same route. Can we talk about a quick timeline issue? Sure. Because I've seen it twice now and, and I still was like, Oh yeah, I forgot the first time I saw it, I was confused. Okay. We're talking about the new, new one. The new one. Yeah. Um Okay, so he gets 
he comes to and he's on the colony, which is Australia. Yep. And all the fight scenes and all that stuff happen in Australia. In Australia, he, um, the deposit box is in a bank. Yeah. Was that in the UK or Australia? Because the UK is the UK the place that just looks like perpetual Blade Runner Chinatown? No, uh, that's, no, the, that's, no, that's the, colony. the colony. That's the colony. Okay. That's the poor place. The, when he got free from all that stuff, yeah, right. I think that they cut out a scene of him going back to the UK. Right, he must have gone in the fall again. Yeah, to go through because he's they're driving. Around oh no, no 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 the the scene the t- the two weeks redheaded lady scene is him arriving in the UK because that's the border. That's okay, him that coming. Yes. That obviously that's, makes sense. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, tired. We just yeah. resolved one issue. Yeah. It's, resolved. it's now like one fifteen in the morning. Okay. Well, so actually. now we all like the movie. Yeah, okay, great. great. Now that that's it's better. better. It's a lot better. Yeah, great. Oh, perfect. Okay. It's better. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, here's, so then the, the obvious glaring thing is that you've, you've taken out these elements of... Uh, total recall it's like you take all the fun stuff out of total recall but yep. keep all the basic stuff that's just not necessarily what made it great and without building anything new on it so mars is gone um rather than um cohagen being motivated like in the original his motivation is that he's charging people on mars for air yeah right, right. and uh, and yeah so he has to hide this this contraption that might provide free air for everyone he's just a greedy well and mining the entity. metal which the reactor could sure destroy as yeah. well right he's selling yeah it for huge he's just profit. like an enterprising yeah. ceo or something yeah so in the updated version kohang is a, a politician or a chancellor of some yes. kind and right. he and he's his motivation is war profiteering he wants right. to so uh, enable really a just, droid army. Yeah, right. basically Roger Roger. Well, and it'd be resources <laughs> based on land, available land, and right. he wants control of the colony because the right. colony, in his view, is still right. wild right. and right. uncut. Which is such a huge concept in its fo- like yeah, implications it's yeah. that we don't have time to even scratch the surface of in such a movie. He basically wants to commit genocide and make more space for to then become like a real estate agent as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Rather than this everywhere. guy charging right. air to Martians. Right. That makes, that's a little that easier to wrap sense. your head around in the type of movie we're watching. And there were mutant psychics. Right. So in the original Total Recall, you get Mars and you get mutants. Yep. Uh, there's, there's neither in the new one. And in my personal opinion, the centerpiece oh, of Total yeah. Recall Give it is Quato. Yes. yes. Quato yes. Is, is the moment the linchpin moment of the total of total recall. Yeah. Because the whole film is building up to this mysterious rebel leader. Yep. And no one knows where he is. And there's the, from the like very beginning, there's like mm-hmm. spray paint on the wall. Quato lives. Oh, and they're man. always talking about yes, Quato. It's true. And, uh, and then the, the way they build anticipation to see who Quato is, is so brilliant. Cause they keep saying, Oh, he leads these mutants. And then yeah. even up to the moment you're about to see him, they're like, you're him, aren't you? And he's like, no, Quato's a mutant. So don't be afraid when he's you, a boglin. He's, he's <laughs> freaking boglin. <laughs> and nothing in your head, in your impressionable childhood or adult mind, there is nothing can prepare you for what you're about to see. Oh, when that man. guy turns around, there's yeah. And, and we'll never have anything like that in a movie again. No, no. It's the Tales from the Crypt scene for some reason. <laughs> comes yeah. Out, you know? And then honestly, the, the visual effects in Total Recall are really fantastic. And they, they really stand up 
a lot of the animatronic yeah. stuff, the mutant makeup effects and stuff. But Quato is so horrifying, <laughs> so slimy, so handsome, <laughs> just oh, like a angry old man. Oh, he's, he just wants to help, yes. Yeah, and that scene, he's got uh, ideas, and then he's holding hands. It's like the equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> Open your mind. It's like the equivalent of the uh, how Indi- every Indiana Jones movie has some kind of horrific scene. Whether it's the you know the arc being opened or the heart uh-huh. re- being ripped out or, or the, the wrong grail, the fourth movie, <laughs> oh, yeah, or yeah, just having to sit to through of Crystal Skull. Crystal Skull. Um, <laughs> but those things that when you're a kid you think about like, oh yeah, man, uh, Ar- Raiders of the Lost Ark. How about those melting faces? You know, oh, it, yeah. it just stands out. And the Quato scene is like that. Yeah, and they really brilliantly don't give you too much Quato. He's just uh-huh. in that one scene and and, and then, then uh, for a second after he gets his head blown away because everyone on screen has to yeah. have some violent gun death <laughs> or their arms ripped off by an elevator shaft um, so in my mind if you're going through these great pangs to <laughs> replicate these scenes with such precision you know like uh and you're just lifting out a couple of the major conceptual yes. things well then quato has to be in this movie somehow and just updated in some right. way. Right, rethought. Yeah. Well, when we were watching it in there, Pat, you said, oh, man, maybe Quato is like a computer program or something. I was like, yeah, that would work. Yeah, yeah I was just thinking you know? of the Watchmen thing, the squid right. initiative or something. Like, somehow uh-huh. he's going to be, his yeah. name has like, to be in it be or something. Yeah. Yeah. So no. Quato's, yeah, spoiler alert, he's not in this movie in yeah, any way, yeah. shape, or form. Which is the whole point of watching Total Recall, so just don't watch yeah. the new yeah. one. Because <laughs> he lives. Yeah. Quato lives, man. <laughs> he, he will open your mind. A few nights ago, we, we were making a plan to make this podcast, and we were standing in line at Papa Murphy's Pizza Place, if you don't live in the in this side of the country. And Mike here was telling us that he had seen the remake already, and I said, well, don't give this away for me at all. Yeah. But one of the greatest questions is in my mind is, what is Quato like in the remake? And he just immediately turned around and looked out a window and said, yeah, that's a question. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I'll hand it to him. I didn't know what that meant. I was just like, oh, does that mean he's like even better? Or <laughs> I that uh, that would have been wonderful. Okay, so let's go back to that nine, ten years. I must have been nine. That t- Watching that movie with my parents and then going to sit in Pizza Hut and, and talk it over or just a You were seeing Quato in the pizza and stuff. Yeah, well, <laughs> just thinking like, you know, that, that just sets something in your heart, you know. And then for, <laughs> I remember when we were on tour and stuff sometimes, you would see in a bathroom stall Quato lives tagged <laughs> on it. Yeah. You'd be like, that person probably had that same experience as yeah. me. And that's just like something <laughs> in their heart. Quanto, that's know? awesome. And to have that taken away, I knew nothing about the movie before seeing it in the theater, the yeah. new one. And man, it just burned me up. It just... Cause it's it's really surprising. It's yeah. actually super surprising. Because right. they... Wait, it's such a key Everything part. else is preserved in terms of like the characters and their names. Yes. And, and when they get where. Right. And for that huge, huge, huge element... To be, not, it's not only changed because th- that's permissible to a degree, but the they should have done something to recreate that same sort of feeling yeah. that you get in the in the Quato scene. It's like, yeah, I just don't know how to dis- I mean, describe it. What? Because I, the beginning part of the of the new one, they're explaining why the Earth is all jacked up or whatever, and there's only the two parts that remain. Like you easily could have built mutants into that 
universe. Like it doesn't have to be right. oh because yeah, at least are, one on Mars. Yeah. seriously one. i yeah i would have been fine with man there was a freak nuclear accident and this guy's got some crazy little miniature old man who's all slimy going out of his tummy <laughs> that's all i need it's not it's even if they didn't have the mutant thing there's like there's no central piece that they were moving towards like we said earlier the beginning of the original you see quato lives at the uh-huh. beginning this one you see the guy's face right away yeah so you know where you're going yeah, you're right. and then he dies very quickly real quick but bill so, nye must have been on the set for a, a whole day oh, yeah. yeah so he you have like was, you know, you're, there's no anticipation of where they're going you know where they're going there's not there's no excitement there for right that. yeah for it's yeah true. The, yeah well there's secret. no suspense about the leader like there was with quato oh, so man. we hate it we hate it <laughs> We yeah. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> we hate it. <laughs> if you were drinking something, you would have done a spit take. I uh, know. Well, I mean, you take can, a sip you of blue, my blue sky. The only way the movie makes any sense at all, as far as how it even got made with the name attached to it, is that <laughs> is it your, could not the get, fall yeah, theory. Is the fall theory? Yeah. Because no, I think that's solid theory. I, the casting was good. It looked like it. It had a good look to it. Ain't great. You don't like Colin Farrell? No, nah, I don't like him. I don't like him, Art. He's okay. I mean, I, I don't nah. think he really. I mean, he's he's he did, he funny and when he's in funny movies. Me, yeah. He's really yeah. funny. In Bruges, he's a better actor great. than I am. Fun- yeah. Horrible he Bosses, he was funny in that. I didn't see that. He was not the he's problem not, with this movie. No, no, he was no, not no, 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 no. But I don't think he, yeah, he was he was given a bum hand. He was dealt a bad hand yeah. and said, like, okay, do your best. He was just trying to do. Oh, we did say that Kate Beckinsale was a better bad guy. That's true. Well, yeah, we obviously Beckinsale's <laughs> nicer to look at than that bald, grumpy man. That was, <laughs> yeah, that played Richter in the original. Because um, <laughs> it's funny too, because Sharon Stone is obviously it was something of a sex symbol right. at that time. I'm sorry, Miss Stone. No offense. And uh, and I'm sure still is to some. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. She's a pretty lady, and she spent significantly less screen time right. in the total real call. Mm-hmm. Then Kate Beckinsale was given by her surprise, surprise husband who directed I mean, this film. Oh, it, yeah. Beckinsale was just being vampire Beckinsale, but could yeah. go out she in was the daytime. Celine, yeah, she was, yeah, she was daytime Celine. <laughs> so, um, with slightly less pleather. It's this brings us to the ending though, of mm-hmm. uh, just enough of the remake which is just awful and that'll give us the, a transition to our last topic yeah um the ambiguity of total real call uh because the ambiguity isn't even maintained throughout one of the thing that i think is so clever about total real call is that i'm actually saying that without thinking now yeah. about the original total recall is that the whether or not he's still at recall and what you're seeing is the memory implant? Yes. Or if this is actually right. literally transpiring it the way that really it seems. Happen, yeah. Um, they keep that line so flimsy throughout the movie. They keep yes. giving you hints either way right. to right. compel you in one direction or the other, and and both of them make sense. Mm-hmm. And they maintain that balance all the way up to the end of the movie, yeah. to where you, it's ending. And you expect to be given some nudge in either direction and they don't give it to you. That's really mm-hmm. yeah. a really uh, sophisticated storytelling technique. Yeah. Right. And it works because the whole time is not super heavy handed or anything, but no. you're wondering like which way is this going to yeah. shake right. out. And it's the type of thing that's so open to interpretation that um, people can't sit around like we're about to do and say, I think it's this and I think it's that. And yeah. 
uh, and there's there's no clear cut answer. I don't feel like this version of the movie tried to do that at all. I feel like no. If it did, it didn't maintain that tension whatsoever. It's like the movie basically ham fisted. Yeah, it's it's pretty much real. And then oh, for sure, they didn't even inject him at all. Yeah, and it was like. Well, okay. they they had that like panicky like get it out before it's in there. He's a spy, and you're like, oh, maybe a little bit of the juice got in there, or maybe the fact that it didn't get in there is just part of the dream. Yeah, right. But yeah. It, it it didn't lead Stop you to them. believe that that was no. a possibility. There there was no hint of that. Total throughout recall. The movie. Total real call shows Arnold <laughs> oh, like fully, asleep. Yep, asleep. getting all drugged up. Yeah, and you're you're totally convinced what? that he's at least under. And yeah, he went through it. For me, one of the biggest in total real call, the the biggest convincer for me that he is in maybe in the in the recall is the scene with the sweaty old guy in the hotel room and the red pill because he explains if you kill me, this will be what happens. Like right. the walls will come crashing in, all right. that, and then all that exactly happens, and you're like, oh man, he's probably in recall. But maybe he isn't. And I, like that yeah. was brilliant. And then in the new one, that scene was so... Like a few of us said when we were watching it, like that scene was so weak. They didn't play it the same Harry. way at all. No. The, the only thing that it seemed like they were trying to give you to insinuate uh, any level of ambiguity was that, I guess, weird light was flooding into the scene. But can let's just comment on this oh, for a second. That movie flare. was filled with such a tremendous amount of lens flares... <sighs> To the point where it was just outrageous. Yeah, I felt was, like I was squinting. All yeah, the time. I know he yeah, was trying to I do a certain, headache, yeah. you know, Those, Minority Report look. But yeah, it was just way. I mean, and you know, they weren't like, half of them. More than half of them couldn't have actually been no, actual. Of course not. No, of course not. That was the worst lighting ever. It was like someone <laughs> just went nuts with an Instagram filter. Oh, it was, it was so, so awful bad. looking. It was <laughs> so calm. exhausting. Yeah. It was like more than a J.J. Abrams movie. That's how many. Of them it were. was so exhausting to look at. Yeah. So anyway, back to the thing. They played that scene without any love. It seemed like, oh, is it, is it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But then their resolution was to be like, nope, it isn't. He's definitely really doing yeah, this. Right. Whereas in the original Total Recall, the sweat thing is a little bit like, oh, maybe. Yeah. But then as soon as he makes a decision, it seems like the movie starts pushing you back toward, no, he just stuck himself right. there. Because then the, the police come through the wall. Yeah. Or the bad guys. And then you start the to think, well, I don't know. Maybe that guy was nervous because... He had such like huge responsibility to get right. this guy out. Just because he uh-huh. sweat was sweating didn't mean you know, Arnold's just so prepared to kill everyone. Right. <laughs> it's a hard world, yeah. man. I'm like, oh, the heat is up, so he, I will shoot you. He gave up on his <laughs> wife so quickly. Yeah, actually, in both versions, uh, we've been married for six years. You just punched me. Die. Yeah. Um. So, the that's just another way reason to completely dismiss this god awful remake. Um, you know what? I, the the uh, another Paul Verhoeven movie got remade just last year in RoboCop. Yeah. And RoboCop, I think, even though people didn't like it, it successfully took concepts and not the spirit, but the concepts and updated them in a different way and made an interesting movie out of it. It was right. The the problem with the new RoboCop is it had yep. no spirit. Oh, whoa, sorry. whoa, whoa. Yeah, we're going to have to do another yeah, podcast. Easy there. Because okay. <laughs> that was one of the ones that I was like, oh, yeah, I really want to see that. And then yeah. it just came and went. Right. That's on my to-do right, well, we'll, list. Okay. We'll talk about it. It's on Netflix. Netflix. We'll yeah, talk about it. Yeah, all right. We'll check it out. So um, me and Michael. Have I'll just date. go ahead and say it, and, and it might help us wrap this up so we can go to sleep. But Total Recall. 
the original Total Recall, he's definitely in Recall. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's definitely in Recall. Nah, it's real. And here's it's real. Here's why here's, is he definitely in Recall? Here's the thing that I think that the movie gives you the most in the way of a nudge in either direction, yeah. and it's that when he's sitting sitting in the Recall chair, yes, mm-hmm. and they're going around through their paperwork and stuff. One of them just kind of flippantly says, oh, look at that, a blue sky on Mars. You don't right. see that every day. And yeah. that, that's the shot that ends the movie. Right. As if it was it was part of the script they were going to program into his head. Also, they would have no he, reason oh, to... When yeah. he explained his dream girl... It was programmed. Yeah, it was yeah. her. Before he went in there. But then... But here's... How's he dreaming about it? Like he's done Recall before and got it wiped? Like how is he... In, bo- in both versions, like... You go into it thinking like, oh, he's got a point. He, he was could be dreaming like, about how is, her. How is he dreaming about Melina before? Like that's the big thing is like he's dreaming about her. Face explodes, wakes up, and then he goes to recall. And yeah, he, but like, do we see her face? Yeah, the beginning? he like he's, strokes yeah. her through the glass uh, when they're like he's walking dreaming about like what's almost the ending of the flick. So here's what's interesting. Yeah. In uh, I read that maybe uh, he has some kind of the psychic mutant powers in the special edition Maybe. of the Doesn't dvd face. they had the director and the producers talk about it and yeah. they said they specifically filmed it where both endings were possible like yeah it was not very open-ended and if you ask the director at the time he said he thought he was in recall and they asked arnold and arnold said he thought it was real yeah so they both they had different like cool. creative types going like different that. directions with the filming of it yeah. which is and you can tell it's like yeah, oh man it's like groundhog really day. Day. i have Whereas always Decided that it was real. Oh, no, you've always okay. I've, Let's hear I've this. never wavered, right? Just because, um, okay. So Matt's point about that he had seen her in his yes, dreams thank in the you. beginning that was an excellent point. Um, that always made me think. It, I was never shocked when he described her right. to Total Recall because what I'm thinking is the technology in the future is so great. He could probably just describe someone, you know. Exactly, and they'll just appear on the screen. That's what I was thinking. Right, they're already and, in his brain. And that's what he... And he's hooked yeah. up at that point. That yeah. makes sense. And that's what he had done. And so seeing her exactly like that didn't shock me at all. Okay, but let me let me put this out there. This is going to sound like a stretch, but bear with me. In films around this time period, yeah, there is a... Um, a, a stretching of reality in ways that we don't do in movies anymore... Even if you think about fast forward years past Total Recall and (laughs) how in the first couple of Mission Impossible, it might be all the Mission Impossible movies, they always are wearing masks that are essentially another person's human head. Yes. And they just take them off. And we've seen in the new And they got that like. They do it again. Yeah. They got that microchip on their throat so their voice is totally different. Yeah. 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 So the mask thing is just an example of like anyone now, you can't do that in a movie because we're way more grounded in our reality at this point juncture for whatever reason but you would just say like masks don't work that way that's absolutely ridiculous you can't wear a mask and it just becomes another human head but at that point you're like oh cool man he had a mask and it really fooled everyone um cool. i think that there's things like this in sci-fi movies where they could have been like oh describe your woman he says brunette and it puts this woman on the screen that you're meant to think like oh wow and then he sees you like wow it looks just like his dream woman and they just actually used the same actor's, right. actress's and face. But the movie's not actually trying to suggest to you that that's the exact woman. It's more like, we should have someone that looks like her come up on the screen. We'll just use her. Does uh, that make sense? 
Uh, I can see that as being a, a feature, but I never thought that way because I was young, obviously. I just thought... It's the same girl. Yeah, he's literally describing this. And all we see... The dream see, thing's harder. I don't know. All we that. see is that he says, Brunette, or whatever, <laughs> however he says it. Okay, all we see is that, but you know, I always assumed like there's got to be some more description going on here. And um, so on that, that never messed with me but let's go backwards yeah okay what would mess with me is okay so i'm supposed to believe this swole up dude <laughs> that looks a good looking swole up dude is some Thank construction you. dude and he's not doing anything else in his life that's true it's that's arnie man arnie ain't gonna to work construction yeah, <laughs> in any universe you can't blame arnold's actual real life body i can because he's the character look so. at the guy who he's friends with like that short and tubby like george he has a hobby it's working out george costanza looking guy no no and he he gets up are they you know what do they, they make out or make love? I don't remember what they do. Him and the schlubby guy? <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, right at the beginning when he wakes up from the dream. <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. They so have he, awkward. They're doing it from the Kids dream, and um, then he makes that delicious. So he's got a hot wife, shake. and then he, she, she's like, "Why are you worried about Mars?" Or I can't remember how she yeah. describes it to him. He he has this ambition right away that like you can tell this guy is not meant for the life he's living, and he turns on the news right away. He's tra- uh-huh. he's all interested in all this stuff. Yeah, that's that, true. That the construction and she's talking so about like a space cruise, like they got a bunch of credits in the bank. I'm like, dude, he's just like drilling rocks. How you're, is he like mega rich? <laughs> yeah. You're telling me that I understood the, <laughs> the flimsiness. No, there's uh, no because is because <laughs> it's, uh, it's just it's, it's unbelievable that someone would exist that's not living up to their potential. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold. If you're Arnold. marrying Sharon Stone and you're going on a space cruise to Saturn, you're not like just ch- pneumatic right. drilling rocks every day for eight we, hours. We don't know what she does. Yeah. Besides take tennis lessons. <laughs> That's true. Maybe she's the just, economy She's doing really Jane Fonda in that leotard. That's it. I'm not saying it's all banked on that, but to me, that's another <laughs> pebble on my scale that makes me Well, say, how do you explain yeah. the, how do you guys explain the blue sky thing? Like I, the, the fact that, yeah, I mean. Because, think about right. it. Why would they write that into that? That thing was so specific an yeah. event. But they also specifically mentioned two-headed monsters, which weren't there. Like when they're going through all the stuff that are in the that Mars package. Just, that probably just got cut out. Yeah, but think about this. When <laughs> the guy think came there was in, a scene with a two-headed monster? <laughs> the guy came in and get, tried to give him the pill. So Wait a minute. Maybe Quato counts as a two-headed, two-headed monster. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's true. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> recall. So the guy comes Open in the recall. And he says, if you don't take the red pill, yeah. this is what's going to happen. And yeah. then he tells him the rest of the movie. Yeah. B- beat for beat. That's you're gonna true. end up buddy, buddy. Find yeah. out your. You know the Wachowski guy. brothers stole that pill thing. Yeah, they did. The yeah. Matrix. That's fine. They they, they, they took the idea and put a new. They reinterpreted it with a. Well, they added a blue one, so the remake should have been a, a new. So Mike Matrix plays break. devil. Play devil advocate for the recall. Recall debate. Recall. Right. Sure. What What was the point of the guy with the red pill? So is Arnold lobotomized now, or is, did he just like finish the story? Well, did he just wake up and everything's good? No, like I was trying to deceive him to bring him back into Cohagen's clutches. Yeah, I Peaceful. would think he would still be part of the dream sequence. That was just part wait, of the wait, dream no, sequence. No, no, no. What do you say? If, 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 that, if I were no, to... No, in Mike's theory that it's it's actually it's happening, real. he's yeah. not still at recall. I mean, that was like the a pill guy pill is pointless something. because Cohagen needed uh, Quaid to lead him to Quato. The pill guy is n- doing nothing but messing things up. 
Maybe it was a sleeping pill, not a. Yeah, it might have been some pill. kind of like maybe uh, it was a sleeping yeah. pill, pill, and something. he was gonna go put How him was in that the Venus get district. Him closer to Quato. So, oh man, that's a good no, question. No, no, because if what, I, what I, point would he serve? It doesn't. Me- it doesn't mess anything up for me because there again, like, what if it was like some sort of pill that like put him into a state where he couldn't, you know, move or do whatever, and they just take him to him. No, oh, wait, they no, don't know sorry, where Quato is. <laughs> they just take him to what's his face, and then they let him wake up, and then they torture him to find out where Quato is. But well, he hasn't seen he, Quato Arnold yet. doesn't know where ah, Quato dang. is. He's got oh. hey man, recall. that's tricky. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's got to get to Melina, and Melina's going to take him to the Maybe, rebels. Hey, hey, now maybe that red pill was like a tracking device because he took an. Because he'd taken the bug out of that freaking gross part where he pulls the yeah, giant like ping nose. pong ball out of his rubber one, nose. One scene out of factory. two where Arnold's head becomes yeah, fake. Right. <laughs> the tracking right? device is a good idea. Yeah, maybe it was a track. Maybe it was a second tracking device. What was right? But they, before they, that they're scene, following the it. Scene. They're they're in the room at that point. Remember? They are, but they're going to need. They're going to need for him to. Right, they have to let him go again to find Quato. So maybe this was their point to be like, oh, let's put another tracking device in Quaid, so that when. Here's a question. Definitely pick that up, Michael. I heard it very plainly. So, what? It's now one forty-four. We're old, man. Um, We're all over 30 here. Let's go listen, to bed. <laughs> when the guy that who carries Quato around yeah. on his abdomen, oh gosh, he enters sure. the trance-like state he so does. that Quato can wake up. Yeah. Does that mean that Quato is just hibernating all day under a shirt? Yeah. He's just hanging out. That's why he's all slimy. It's that guy's tummy sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. I think the only reason he went into a state like that is because the prosthetic looked bad so that's like, i guess he's in a weird state that's why they have to do it because <laughs> the, the dummy looks like it's asleep <laughs> um if yeah i never i never thought about it. i just always thought um all these he other takes mutants over his body completely and so there's no more need for him like he cannot it seems like they should let quato out 24 7 because Quato's he can't walk around. He's got ESP on fleek. (laughs) (laughs) He needs his psychic abilities to know what to do next. Finna get psychic. He's psychic. He's too small. He's like a baby. He needs to sleep a lot more. He can still move. He can shuffle. Oh, he's a baby. (laughs) He's he's nursing on the tribe boob. (laughs) He's nursing on that tribe boob. (laughs) 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 But here's the thing about the new one. Is obviously freaking fake because at the end they put a big giant recall billboard up when they're That's hugging the, each other. That in the was ambulance. their lazy behind version of saying like, "Oh, maybe it's still a dream." Yeah. Remember recall? Anyway, here's yeah. the credits. We're out of money. Yeah, I mean it was definitely <laughs> we're out of money. <laughs> yeah, no one's coming to this. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, we spent all this money building Chinatown. God, so much of that thing was freaking CG in an awful yeah. way too. It's like so not, I'm not looking at a single real thing right nope. now. Nope. You know what I'm saying? They are jumping on wooden boxes. It's a shame because so much of that could have been interesting. The Chinatown yeah. that was in the air was interesting. Right. All they those just like, were like not I wanted him to run it. over those boats more. You know, when he goes in there, I was like, oh, cool. He's going to jump on all these boats. No, I just got on a jetty. So we're two. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. We're two against <laughs> two the on, the, uh, 
On yeah, the, in the little boats. No, I got you. Whether or not Quaid <laughs> is at recall or he's awake. In total yeah. real call? Yeah. Yeah, real call. Man, he awake. He awake. It does, we agree that it doesn't matter in the remake. <laughs> yeah, no one freaking cares. Man, I'm really thinking about that two-headed monster being Quato now, though. Man, yeah, maybe see, I'm leaning. all programmed into yeah. his package. You don't man. have to lean, man. Cause I might lean. I might be The lean. guy at the beginning said how the movie was going to end, and then the guy with the red pill stepped in and said, in case you forgot, this is how the movie's going to end because it's all pre-planned. What but guy think, at the beginning? And think about this. Oh, the recall this, guy, the, sell it. I don't, know how to, I don't know how Bob. to do the dream yet at the beginning. That's a problem for my view. Yeah, my view. I don't know how to interpret that scripture yet, but the he's just let Total Recall <laughs> interpret Total Recall. The thing, recall. I, the thing <laughs> I do know though is the blue sky thing. I'm falling back on the blue sky uh-huh. because They're the blue the part of the uh, if it were real, that would mean that they would have to have to have just ready in their protocols that didn't make it into All his right. head something to do with mars ending up with an atmosphere yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was that. not on anyone's map no that's fine but i can work backwards from that very easily okay okay so they mm-hmm. found these mind. ruins yeah in the, in the mines in the pyramid pyramid mine. so from whatever point that happened trickling down you know trickling down you know there's been stories of like Oh, I heard this, and oh, my cousin works right, there. Right, the artifacts, yeah. yeah. And so, well, that dude, the burly dude on the train when he's on Mars, because that's the news report he's watching at the beginning is about they've closed the pyramid mine, people are out of work, and Quato's rebels are saying like reopen the pyramid mine, like let us get to those artifacts. And then he, when he gets to Mars, Quaid's talking to that like fella who used to work in the pyramid mine about the artifacts. Yeah, so it's obviously known. Well, mm. what I'm saying is some of those stories must have turned into oh i heard they have a way to get right. air on there or right. whatever to make i mean because mm. yeah. that's obviously like quato knows that that's yeah. why he says free mars before his head explodes because right. he knows that's what it does so that wouldn't just be something that he kept secret all the rebels were obviously working towards that common goal well i'm trying to get it into a larger context of like oh are you uh total recall is probably on the fringe of things that are people do you know it's like weary you know it's like oh man that place can mess you up or whatever lobotomize you yeah and since they're on the fringe they might have uh gotten into those kind of stories like Mm. oh we'll dabble in this we'll write a story they're into conspiracy theories and stuff. oh okay so like they're they're reading like the funny tabloids and they're like oh let's make these into recall vacations sure all right. I mean, I mean, they got a point. Way, I'm, I might be, well, I might I be turning. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. He was in recall. He was nah. totally in recall. There's no, no, man. He won. Because that <laughs> fella, that taxi driver's hand was so real. That was real. Yeah. That was a cool <laughs> yeah, puppet, was. puppetry. On that it. was phenomenal puppetry. That man, was definitely real. I got real. five kids to feed. Yeah. I got four kids to feed. <laughs> I'm going to squash you. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Who was that? It's Whoa, 2 a.m., man. man. Get out of here. I'm, I'm white and from England. <laughs> I'm allowed to make All right, well, back. in conclusion, we don't see color here. our first impression of the Total Recall remake was that it sucked. Dookie. Worthless. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad I mm. saw it because now I know. Right. Yeah, but you know what? We, I think, would all agree mm. that you, somebody's opinion on a movie is no reason not to see uh, a yeah. movie. So. Yeah, if I would have found out that there was no Quato beforehand, I wouldn't have gone to the theater to see it in the first place. Yeah, so if for some reason you didn't heed my warning about spoilers, you listen to this and now you never want to watch the remake, uh, you know, see for yourself. You might enjoy it. Or see both. 
or don't don't see the remake and thank us for that hour and a half of your life that you can spend loving on your family. Oh, it was two hours. Family. Oh, oh, well, it was, it was long and it Sorry. felt long. If not loving on your family, then at the very least watching a different Yeah, watch a, watch Total Go Real Call it. twice. How about this? Watch the watch the remake, then watch the re- the real one. Ooh. Ooh, no. Uh, no, because that's going to spoil things. Yeah, it is. You won't, you won't be able to enjoy the... Plot points yeah. that are done well Bad in the idea. real one. Bad one if you didn't listen to what up. I said about spoilers <laughs> and you listen to this, you ought to be ashamed of yourself because now you'll That's never true. experience that quad OC in the way it was meant to be. Oh my gosh, seriously, you guys. You have to go to recall and get him to clear your mind. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Think about you'll it. never know if you were really in there. Total Recall is a big enough <laughs> movie that it's like people know what it is, but it's not seeped into public consciousness to the point where Quado is like uh, a household thing. Where, where he should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in, his, in his proper place. You know what I'm saying? Like if you talk about, uh, you know, everyone knows who Robocop is, everyone knows yeah. who Johnny Five is or whatever, mm, everyone knows Beetlejuice. If you're talking about movies from the same yeah. oddball pantheon. Right. But uh, Quado's, it takes a certain type it of does. person to be like, oh yeah, Quado, I got that yeah. reference. To, uh, unfortunately, all... Those movies like that just get lumped in with Arnold's action movies. Right. And yeah. people, people don't just see go, oh, yeah. Oh, it's this it's weird Terminator. sci-fi movie that right. has like a lot to say. Oh, it's They're great. It's like, oh, it's another Commando or whatever, you know. I yeah. thought, like, I always thought Quato would have turned into, like, you remember when that Andre the Giant Obey yeah. stickers? Yeah, you think there was going to be a Quato I one? Thought, I always thought Andre's Quato got a policy. This. I thought that uh, our friend Tyler, who frequents the show regularly, yeah. had a good point about remakes that he... It's hard for him to see a remake that's necessary. I think that really explains this one. It just yeah. was not necessary. Yeah, there was no... Because someone was trying to write The Fall and someone said, no, I want to make yeah. more money with a total recall. Man, Mike, you, yeah, you hit it on the head, man. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, someone investigate this for us. Yeah, someone wrote a screenplay yeah, about I Elevator. Wish, I wish Tyler was here to give his... his position on remakes because we are we we're going to bat with him and what about this one what about this one and he kept going eh, not necessary and he'd even say he would grant that some were fun but not necessary now, right. but is this all based on tyler's pure hatred for fast and the furious because it's the point break remake and a lot out of, of that has spawned that a whole yeah. doctrine of all remakes are evil a lot of it comes from that and his the i mean the he's right it's been done to him because it was a point break <laughs> remake yeah. and it was unnecessary um but you know, the thing that me and Patrick argued back was uh, you might as well try because a, a fun movie is a fun movie and there's no reason. But are there, are there any, and this is probably a whole nother podcast, but just briefly, are there any remakes where you're like, that was the right decision for them to remake Yeah, that? in some cases. Okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Evil Dead. No, but some like some James remakes Bond, are better those aren't than remakes. the original. Yeah, that doesn't count. They're not remakes. That doesn't count. Because it's not the same movie. It's, it's an extended it's, story. Yeah, it's an extended story with the same character. Why would but you but even say it that? It expands way too long. Those are remakes. No, it's not no, because not. here's the, here's the deal. It was Ian Fleming wrote more than one James Bond story yeah, and then they, they ran out of James Bond stories. Yeah. He's British, man. Dude, don't touch James Bond, man. That ain't right. Decades. I'm saying when you watch the movie, they're redoing it. And it's a different. No, no. no. it's a that new story with the it. same character. That's I'm like only, saying I've only seen like two of them. Yeah, I haven't seen them all. I don't know. Um, Gosh, the thing, the different yeah, John Carpenter's The Thing is a remake, and it is one of the greatest horror so movies. So interestingly, ever made. The Fly, David Cronenberg's okay. The Fly is a remake. It's, so here's it's the probably the thread remake of all is time. Is the horror movies often are good remakes, and other movies are not. Science, maybe, but what about things like that you don't even realize are remakes, like uh, You've Got Mail. 
is technically a remake of a I think a movie Sleepless called in Seattle. No, uh, <laughs> a movie called The Shop Around the Corner. A lot of like, and that's a remake of another one. Is that right? Or Little Shop of Horrors? You know, how is that a re- that was a a musical that was turned into a movie? No, no, no. Roger, it was a Roger Corman flick, with oh. Jack Nicholson, and it got translated into a musical, which was then translated into a major motion I think picture. That's slightly different. Right more. How are you talking about? It's a remake. <laughs> Eh, it's a musical adaption. <laughs> it's a great one. Yeah, it is. I love those shuffles. So good, man. Rick Moranis, what a freaking genius. Right, take us home. Rick Moranis, oh, yeah. if you're listening to this, I just want to say thank you for everything you've done and commend you for looking after your kids. He is not look he is not listening to this. He might he might hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't that shrink ray isn't the shrink ray. You know, in the second movie, he made a, a ray that makes things bigger, but he already made that. Yeah, he just reversed the polarity on the shrink ray, and it's it already a bigger. big ray. So then shoot something normal size with right. it, with that polarity. You could have blown up the baby with your original shrink ray with just the switch turned the other way. And can we just all agree that Honey, I Blew Up the Kids is a bad name? Singular. <laughs> kid, just the kid. I blew they, up the kid. It's like, yeah. well, that's a short movie. Yeah, boom. <laughs> Messy. Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes or the RSS feed at youhatemovies.com.